We'll get the old chimney sweeper. Make sure the chimney is clear. Time to get humming. Santa is coming. I love this time of the year. Welcome to another episode of Molly and Pete Save Christmas. This is a podcast where Molly and I break down a Hallmark Christmas movie. And for this particular episode, we are going to break down the episode Sharing Christmas. (laughs) Featuring Dave Cause. (laughs) We don't know. If you don't know what that is, neither do we. (laughs) Get ready. (laughs) So this one stars Ellen Holman, who I find to be very basic. A lot of the actresses in this are in these movies just have something interesting about them. Not Ellen Holman. She's just a blank slate. <laughs> but it features one of our, my favorite guy in these movies, Bobby Campo. Great Bobby Campo. Who you might know from last year's My Christmas Love featuring Gregory Harrison, who has a really cool house in it. So I loved Bobby Campo in that movie last year. And one of the, he's cute and he has gray hair, which, you know, as we know from our current Bachelor, that I would rather someone have gray hair than like creepily colored hair. Bobby Campo, to me, he looks like a cross between current Beck Bennett from Saturday Night mm-hmm, Live mm-hmm. and 90s Joey Tribbiani. He kind of, I think he looks like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Are we looking? Are we watching the same movie? <laughs> yeah, are we watching the same movie? <laughs> Those are like very different looking people. Yeah, Bobby Campo has colored his hair. It's really disappointing, and that's not that's the beginning of the disappointments in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so Stephanie is Ellen Holman. Michael is Bobby Campo, and Stephanie's family has owned a Christmas shop for forty years in New York City. In New York City, okay. So let's let's stop right here and break these things down. <laughs> Stephanie's parents are retiring on December 1st. They couldn't wait until the yeah, new year. Yeah, they're going to retire and leave her the whole Christmas season by herself. I, as just a little retail sales associate, worked 10 years of retail in a row. I was leaving to do some what I'm doing now full time. I was really ready to be done. But I quit and I or my made my last day. I put my notice in in like November and made my last day in January. Yeah, I'm not a you, jerk like these run, parents. <laughs> yeah, you you suck it up and do one last holiday season. All right, so that's number one with them. Number two is I was confused in the beginning about is this her grandmother? The actress that plays her mom is like eighty, and the actor that plays her dad is like fifty. Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah, it made me very uncomfortable. <laughs> with yeah, it. they're retiring and they're downsizing to Long Island. <laughs> so they lived in a tiny apartment in New York and they're moving to a huge mansion <laughs> in Long Island as you do when you retire and, with and, no kids. Is that what you do? Maybe maybe you do in New York City because you, you live small in Manhattan yeah. and then when you retire you, you do the opposite. I don't know. Well, they should have put them in like Florida or something because they're completely unavailable to her. Like they're doing nothing. They're playing Scrabble and she's having all of this you know, she's having to work through all these things. She's having all these problems and they're just gone because <laughs> they're all the way in long when they're a 40 minute train right away okay so this is their christmas store that they've owned for 40 years in new york city no <laughs> no everything is new about this store and then throughout the movie they keep talking about like oh it's this charming mom and pop store uh-uh it's just all this a ton of cheap crap made in china in this store everything is new and shiny there is nothing old there is nothing charming about this 
It's in this building, too, that is kind of like a loft building. Like, we've got one of these down the street here yeah, the in river, Chicago. It was like the River East Art Center back yeah. in the 90s. I went to high school in St. Charles, and there's a place called the Piano Factory. You might remember if you lived out there. They kept trying to make it retail, but it just smelled like soup, and you could buy, like... <laughs> Like weird um, outlet factory socks. There. <laughs> That's what this feels like. So it's called Trolley Square. And I said to Pete, I'm like, I, because I have a small business and I do wholesale and I have a store in Salt Lake City at a, at a place called Trolley Square. I'm like, hmm, little bit of research. It's the same Trolley Square. <laughs> so they fake that it's in New York and then they show the logo. That's outside. It's of like a tr- water tower a with water lights tower on it. Trolley Square. That's yeah. the one in Salt yeah. Lake City. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe they're filming these movies in Salt Lake City. Is this a clue? Mm. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not buying any of this, that this store is 40 years old, but this is New York. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. The only thing is they kept like the coffee shop in the building has those like Greek um, yeah, the cups. bodega coffee yeah. cups. And that was accurate. Is it? Because little coffee shops don't have those. Just like corner bodegas have those. Like artisanal coffee shops don't use those. I'm like, okay, this is, you're trying, but you're trying in the wrong way. So Stephanie gets a letter from the landlord that they are going to be evicted on December 31st. The building has been sold. And her response to this is the classic Hallmark movie response. <laughs> it's Christmas. Everything will be fine. And her yeah. employees are like, um, I don't think so. Let's do something. <laughs> but it's Christmas. Everything will be fine. And now we're getting to meet Michael. And he's a, you know, businessman. He's in real estate. And his boss comes in and she berates him for not having any Christmas decorations in his office, which mm-hmm. I feel like you can't That's do inappropriate. that. That's inappropriate. She also kind of like hassles him about not having a girlfriend. Like both of these things seem <laughs> unprofessional. Yeah. So I, I guess maybe he like lives near Trolley Square or the office is near Trolley Square. He strolls through and he goes into the Christmas store and buys a little snowman decoration Mm -hmm. to put in his office to Christmas see it up and we can't totally tell like everyone's kind of he works a lot everyone's pushing him to settle down like he goes to dinner with his brother and his brother's wife and they're having a baby and they're like you know when are you going to do this like everything's very like traditional roles and he's not quite fitting into that and so we we don't totally know like why he's not interested in that or like his work is more important to him but yeah he's definitely been pushed to settle down and to decorate for christmas but later we see his apartment and it's super christmasy right yeah yeah <laughs> so i don't know we find out too that the christmas shop is on a month-to-month lease which for 40 years they've been on a month-to-month lease like did that seem weird to you yeah all right so he comes into the christmas shop and buys that decoration and they have some chemistry together and she's distraught about all of this and he dad joke flirts with her and he offers to help her out. And he doesn't, you know, neither of them know that lo and behold, the woman that he works for is who bought that yeah. building. And they're going to, I can't, I can never tell if they're going to tear it down and build something or they're just going to add on. It sounded to like it. they were keeping the building, but everybody was going to be evicted and they were going to put in new retail, you know, the mm-hmm. yoga, a cool yoga shop. And a juice bar. And a juice bar <laughs> were going to be the retail yeah. anchors. And then, you know, the building would be condos or whatever everyone always makes a big deal about how she has a christmas shop like what else do you sell like a christmas shop is not that like there's a lot of christmas shops in the world that she's not the only christmas store in the world this is a thing that exists yeah 
Although it's weird seeing we have this Christmas tree decorated with American flags for Fourth of July. Do people buy that? Is that a thing that people buy? Well, it might be, but why would you waste the space on that at Christmas? Like, there's there's hardly anything in this store. Like, when you go into a store that has, like, there's a store here called Foresighted that's a magical experience. You walk in, and every square inch of this store is lights and decorations. Like, that's a Christmas yeah. store. This is very sparse. There's like slat walls with like a few <laughs> crappy wreaths hanging on them. Like, no. it's, a, it's a glorified kiosk. Like, yeah, this is yeah, that, yeah. So Stephanie is looking for retail, new retail space, but she's looking at like big apartment buildings online and like the prices, you know, it's New York prices yeah. and she can't afford anything. So, all right. Well, first of all, maybe let's do the correct search of a, of a commercial <laughs> space. Let's start there. So the next day, Michael and his boss, Helen, come to tour the space that, that he's going to be working on. And uh-oh, it's Trolley Square. They run into Stephanie and all is revealed. And she's really mad. So Stephanie is very whiny throughout this whole movie and lots of, not a lot of action, just a lot of whining. She doesn't like change. She doesn't want anything to change. She holds very tight to her traditions, like the way that they do things. Again, the Christmas way is best and the way that they do things is best. And she's mad at Michael, but again, another classic Hallmark movie trope, keep your enemies close is her approach to this. Michael starts hanging out at the shop. So he's decided that because he's got a crush on Stephanie. So he talks to Helen and they decide that it's probably best if he starts working at the site. Now, I don't really know. Again, I'm not sure exactly what the plans are and what he would be doing on site if they're not. The tenants are still there for a month. Like, what's he going to be doing? I don't know if he's going to set up an office and he has meetings with contractors. But really, he just starts working at the Christmas shop. He's full on retail. He's helping customers. Yeah trying to upgrade the computer system or the non-computer <laughs> yeah. system. And she shows him around and she shows him the section with the creepy animatronic Santas <laughs> and reindeer. Yeah, these decorations, like they look like they were pulled out of the dumpster of like adventure land. <laughs> so she, t- she teaches him about how she deals with customers because everyone loves them and teaches them how to greet customers and thank them. Bye. Thanks for coming. Bye. Thanks. Whoa, 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 whoa. That is not how we say that. Say what? Repeat after me. Thank you for shopping at the Christmas shop. Have a merry day. Come on, just try it. Thank you for shopping at the Christmas shop. Thank you for shopping at the Christmas shop. Have a merry day. Have a merry day. (laughs) (laughs) Until he's into it. So, yeah, they don't have a computer. They have this really old cash register. It's like the only thing that's old in the store. No website. Yeah, no social media, nothing. His response to that is, everybody has a website nowadays. (laughs) (laughs) So we start to see the days pass, counting down closer to Christmas. They have a little kind of advent calendar sort of thing on the cash wrap. And... They're starting to fall for each other. And we get a glimpse at this when they each when we catch each of them talking to their he's talking to his brother and she's talking to the woman who works for her, who's also her friend. Yeah. He and his brother go out to shoot some pucks. A couple of bros (laughs) just shooting some pucks at the empty net at the big ice rink. And now it just kind of seems like he's working at the store. Like every now and then he has um, some like a roll of plans in his hand. (laughs) But really, it's just like he's, you know, maybe a hard hat or something. But he's really just working. At the store. So one of Stephanie's friends has a 
has a friend, a friend of a friend, is a reporter for the New York Sentinel. <laughs> Classic. Uh, yeah. The old brown lady. <laughs> she comes by and her her mouth is is a gape. She's never seen a Christmas store before and never seen anyone as anything as special as this. And I started to like count how many times they said that the store was special. Like they cannot stop saying how special the store is. And I'm like, is it special or is it special? <laughs> Everybody seems to be wooed by the model train. Yeah. Yes, yeah, there's the a, centerpiece. There's, there's a classic model train in it. They've never seen one in their whole lives. <gasps> oh my God, a train that goes around a track? <laughs> Fun fact about the train. <laughs> it fell off the tracks all the time where they were filming, so they would just have it on during the scenes that they needed it to be on. Oh, really? I learned this by um, looking at Peter O'Sullivan, the director's Twitter feed. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Well, they have. Okay, so on the bottom of the screen, they say, join the conversation. Use hashtag sharing Christmas, which we never have done before. But I'm like, hmm, what are people saying? (laughs) One great thing that someone said on Twitter is every now and then they'll check in with the parents in Long Island and like she'll call and talk to them or whatever. And they're having breakfast at like a diner. And of course, the mom is like nagging the dad about his cholesterol yeah, because it's the parents. Way we do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's this really unnecessary scene. They were like, "We've got five more minutes. Let's fill it with something." <laughs> Where he's sitting there eating like his dry, bland oatmeal, and he looks over at the table next to him. No one's sitting there, but there's three pieces of bacon on a plate. <laughs> Who knows what happened to these? You know, they fell on the floor, and someone set them there. I don't know. And while she's on the phone with her daughter, he's reaching for the bacon very slowly. So someone on Twitter said that was the true love story in this movie was the dad and the bacon. <laughs> so, yeah, I recommend checking out the social media surrounding these. Um, so the paper, the article in the paper comes out and it's the front page article yeah. in the paper. So it's kind of like You've Got Mail, that movie where, or Shop Around the Corner, where they rally some media behind mm-hmm. them to get some attention. And suddenly the Christmas shop is full of customers. Right, sort because of. it had been, they had been struggling. Again, it's weird that the Christmas store is struggling during Christmas. Yeah. Um, well, nobody wants to come to this crappy store. So, yeah, she wants to find a new lease, but they're not making enough money to get a new place. Yeah. Although the other flower shop... Mm-hmm. And the coffee shop both found new places. They found new places like, right, right away. away. And they come to her, like the woman at the coffee shop who played, she was in that movie, maybe it's from two years ago, where the the woman is the personal shopper, but she's also a painter. Do you remember this one? Mm. And she's like the personal shopper for kind of a finance guy, but her heart is in painting and she does these horrible portraits. <laughs> <laughs> she's the older sister from that, the woman who works at the coffee shop. So she comes to Stephanie at one point and is like, uh, we found a place. The florist found a place. Like maybe you just need to grow up and just find a new yeah, place. Yeah, just move. So then like the local news comes and we see Stephanie in her very Christmassy apartment watching on like a really old... <laughs> Because, again, she doesn't, like, change or anything new. A really old, like, box TV that doesn't, like, the screen, the picture doesn't even come in, clearly, watching her bit on the local news. But I think that that is so perfect, though, because, uh, you know, a dumb Christmas shop that's terrible that should be closing getting an article in the paper that's exactly the type of thing abc7 yeah you know, send yeah. frank Matthew out and do you know a, oh my god that is like such a great local news story about like the old christmas shop that's cl- that's in danger of closing so not- something authentic yeah. that they got right yeah. <laughs> i also kind of feel like this whole thing about not wanting brick and mortar retail and i i am a big supporter of brick and mortar retail but i'm a supporter of brick and mortar retail that's evolving and is doing a 
you know, working hard and doing a good job, not the ones that are just sitting back and resting on how things used to be 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah, I don't understand. Retail is just not surviving. But yeah, you haven't changed. You don't have a website. You yeah. haven't changed <laughs> yeah. anything. you got to adapt <laughs> to it. So I was kind of starting to feel like there's a Hallmark conspiracy in this movie where Hallmark stores are kind of ugly Christmas stores. Like, ah. are they trying to, like, trick people into going back to Hallmark stores? Like, remember those crappy plastic ornaments of your youth? I don't know. I wouldn't doubt, <laughs> I wouldn't doubt that is uh, an idea of the Hallmark Christmas movie to get people back into the Hallmark Christmas stores. Yep. Yep. I don't know. I was really feeling it this. Another thing I want to mention is that there's a couple of vampires in this movie, too. If you're a fan of that. <laughs> Michael's brother is a vampire, and the guy that works at the store is a vampire yeah. as well, right? Yeah. All right. So keep an eye out for that. Okay, so Michael's hanging out at the store, and um, he sort of asks her out on a date. Like, it's not anything you know we're just kind of friends that are gonna go out and do something she's got something fun and christmassy to do okay so she's at her apartment getting ready her christmassy apartment and he comes he's gonna come pick her up which oh how quaint he's gonna come and pick her up and he she he knocks on the door she opens the door he's standing in a dark closet (laughs) where did he come from there's no no lobby there's no hallway it's just black yeah Yeah. (laughs) he like steps out of a closet and gives her some flowers, and then they head off for their date, which she has planned. And I'm like, oh, what could this be? So they go to what looks to be like a park district, like a field house at a park district, yeah, yeah. kind of, right? Yeah. Like the lights are all on. Like there's there's nothing clubby no. about this. The like hallway the of a school that or something. Been, like that. Yeah, yeah, that has been transformed yeah. into an event hall. Yeah. And they are there for a Dave Cause concert. Dave Cause. <laughs> Thought you'd appreciate it. Yeah. Dave, Dave Cause. <laughs> the great Dave Cause. This concert is one song, too. And he, uh, Michael mansplains old Tannenbaum to her. And we find out that he wanted to be a music teacher, too, which, okay. And uh, another, like, piece to the puzzle that never really pays off. And then it turns out that Dave Cause knows her. Oh, it's amazing. How'd you know he was going to perform? Stephanie, Merry Christmas. Oh, it's great to see you. <laughs> Dave, there's someone I want you to meet. Dave, meet Michael. Michael, meet Dave. Michael, nice to meet you. Yeah, great to meet you, too. Did you enjoy the show? It was fantastic. Yeah, it was really fun. Great. Yeah, the one song, the old Christmas tree. What but we that? know how to buy it if we want to, because there was a big thing on the bottom <laughs> yeah. of the screen saying like where to, how to purchase the Dave Cause version of Otan and Ball. Maybe we don't. Maybe it was a forty-five minute version of a, a smooth <laughs> jazz version of. O- maybe that's what Dave Cause does. He just does one song really oh, long. This weird rec center with all the lights up and everyone's drinking the same drink. So after this, they walk to a record store in the village, and they both know the guy who's the owner, Randy. Yep. Um, Michael knows him because he used to have another location and he got they were building on that and so he helped him find this great location (laughs) all right wink wink nudge nudge (laughs) she knows him because she's into collecting Christmas music and she started her collection because she got all of her parents records when they downsized to the huge mansion (laughs) there's a moment in the record shop where 
I mean, I like Michael. Michael's doing, trying to do the right thing. Yeah, but, you know, Michael's likable. Yeah, he mansplains the Otanum bomb, and then he also in the record shop he mansplains music a yeah. little bit. To, and so, it's another like, one of those things where you get the feeling like she knows more than he does. But, <laughs> yeah, which I guess is that's the that's the the heart of mansplaining yeah. is that you know more. And we hear more about him wanting to be the music teacher, and he lost that job because of budget cuts. So. You know, we're going back to that thing like change and uh, evolution and tradition. So they're at the record store and they get a record called A Cozy Christmas. And she's like, oh, is that by the Good Nights? <laughs> so one thing we love about these movies are the sound alike songs. It's like what we're using as our theme music where they you're like, I, is this a song I've heard before? <laughs> no, it's a Hallmark movie version of a song that you've heard before. And this is a whole album featuring those songs. She goes home that night. She's again, she's on her laptop looking for space and she enjoys, she puts a cozy Christmas on her turntable. Christmas is coming. It's that time of year when family comes calling from far and near. Hanging the stockings by the fire glow. What could be sweeter than candy canes under the mistletoe? <laughs> He's at home in his loft having his weird relationship with his snowman decoration. Uh, he does have Christmas decorations, but he has a very... His apartment is kind of, and a lot of in these Hallmark movies, a very Patrick Bateman, American yes. Psycho yeah, apartment. Yeah, yeah. That's you know, They yeah. have the, you know, the black leather couch. Yeah, it seems very sterile and generic because mm-hmm. you want to wrap the apartment in plastic and you know, bludgeon somebody to death. But it's very impersonal; like you don't feel like they have any connection to anything either. Yeah, right. Too. So they're back at the store, and he's updating the system. So he's showing her like he has a new square register for her, yeah. an iPad, so they can keep up with their inventory they and can they scan can... yes. items, <laughs> which I did at Foot Locker in like 1990 <laughs> and it's 2017. They can get phone orders. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy comes in that apparently comes in every year for her to make a custom ornament so we're learning that part of this business is that she makes custom ornaments they have a very 80s feel too like this whole store reminds me of i had a friend in elementary school whose mom had a store and I, that sold what i remember about this store was that they sold stickers which i love like they had a wall of those mrs <laughs> grossman stickers on a like on a roll you know and you bought them by the foot they also sold those frogs in um gumball machine you could order a tadpole and they would send it to you and then it's like a little it's horrible like a little container but hers was in a gumball machine (laughs) i remember (laughs) okay so we're talking yeah mid 80s these this is the feel of those ornaments they have a very mid 80s feel to them so she makes them every year for this guy and i don't think she like charges him anything again her business model yeah they're always giving away stuff well i I don't understand that yeah they're yeah they're giving away stuff and she she complains that the business is down, yet the dad retires at 50 to go to Long Island, to move to Long Island. I'm like, wait a minute. How, how Thanks, can, dad. <laughs> how can the business be so bad if your parents, I know the mom's 80, and he's 50, so maybe the mom had been, she's been working for 50 years before the before the Christmas shop was even open. She's starting to go out and look at spaces now, too, and everyone only want, like, they, the realtors only want to rent to yoga studios and juice bars, which, again, this seems like dated to me as well. I think let's rent to the, to the business that's been around for 40 yeah. years and proven itself. Yeah. 
<laughs> right. The realtor suggests that she looks at Jersey City. I mean, I think she's meaning that to be an insult. But yeah, Jersey City's like, it's like people who have been priced out of Brooklyn are in Jersey City now. So I don't know. She calls her mom to whine about all of this. And her mom's response is, and we get we get where her um, work ethic comes from. Oh, well, honey, you just did the best that you could. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be okay. They really don't care. Like, they're 40 years of businesses going down the drain. And they're like, whatever. Yeah. Let's <laughs> we- continue to play Scrabble. Is Kringle a word? <laughs> but the parents are, we find out that they're bored in their retirement. And the mom says, yeah, this isn't for us. We can move back. And the dad's like, really? Like, oh, they can still live in this house and just take the, again, the 40 minute train ride into work. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, they're not living across. They didn't retire to Spain. Yeah. Like, they can. Yeah, it's easy to get to Manhattan. Come down and yeah. help her out. They haven't come down to help her at all <laughs> once. Uh, Michael's boss, Helen, seems totally fine with him abandoning his, his, his regular duties to just help out the terrible Christmas mogul, yeah. store. So they start to, he's going to, Michael's going to help her out with the ornament. And we cut to a scene of the guy who asked her to make the ornament. And he, these are ornaments for his wife that are, that he has made for his wife every year. And it's memories from their relationship, which is sweet. But we see him, it's a really funny moment where he's writing out his memory of their first date. Because, you know, we had a magical first date already in this movie with Dave Cause. So we're going to make an ornament about a first date. So he's writing what happened on their first date. And, oh, it's really sweet. And it cuts to he's sitting at the kitchen table and his wife is decorating the tree. And then it cuts to her decorating the tree. And she turns and looks and smiles at him. And it looks like the same person. Yeah. <laughs> like this husband and wife, it just looks like like they just put like a woman's sweater on him. <laughs> and just the way she turns and looks. <laughs> it's really funny so they're making they make the ornament <laughs> and it turns out better than i thought it was going yeah. to i'll say that they met at the a ornament. greasy diner in san francisco <laughs> a greasy diner <laughs> we met at a greasy diner in san francisco and she put jingle bells on the jukebox and they danced <laughs> he was the fry cook and she was eating dinner there yeah so they walk up to their house, uh, uh, Stephanie and Michael are delivering the ornament and they go to the house and they very quickly put this set t- together. Like they had two Christmas trees and like a sofa, but it, it felt like a play, like it was like the high school play set, like on yeah, a stage. It didn't you look know? like their home. Yeah. It felt very two dimensional. Yeah. And the Christmas Something. trees were five feet away from each other. They weren't in different as, rooms or anything. <laughs> as a couple that has two Christmas trees, you got to put them on different <laughs> yeah, floors. Different floors, exactly. <laughs> different rooms. <at> least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on, people with two it. Christmas trees. So the next day, you know, it's very touching. They see them. Oh, that they're they had this this great Christmassy first date. And it pushes Michael to then the next day go to Helen and say, if you close the Christmas store down, I'm resigning. Mm -hmm. And she's like, all of the spaces are leased and we've got a waiting list for things. And she's not going to pay us what we're having other people pay. So sorry, this is business. You know, she can go and find another space like everyone yeah. else. So Michael resigns. He quits yeah. his job over this Christmas store. The special belie- place. He believes in it now. So there's been throughout this movie, there's been signs, photocopied signs everywhere in the trolley square mall for the block party. And a lot of these movies, they have events on Christmas Eve. People are out of town. They're with their families. Let's do this on December 15th. Okay. Let's sell some stuff before everyone's done shopping. What are we doing? What's the point of this? So they're setting up for their their block party, which is, yeah, kind of like a holiday market 
sort of thing. And Michael comes to her and he's like, I, I want to come to Stephanie. He says he's quit his job and so he wants to tell her. So he's like, I need to talk to you. Can we go somewhere quiet where nobody is? And she's like, oh, the Christmas store. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also at the, around this time see where he's his brother is opening. His brother has a Christmas party on Christmas Eve and his brother's opening a gift. And it's an ornament that Michael has made yeah, for him, yeah. too. Also around this time, the parents violently show up. They show up at the block party. Yeah. Stephanie is reading from A Night Before Christmas, which her mom had done in the very like first scene. Mm-hmm. And again, nothing is old in this movie. This looks like they picked it up at Walgreens the night, their night before Christmas. It's not like some old vintage like leather bound, um, no. tattered book <laughs> yeah. that they've passed on for 40 years. No. This is like paperback. <laughs> It's, you know, you buy this, you know, when you walk into Target and there's like the dollar section right at the beginning, <laughs> that's where you buy this book. All right. So there's three minutes of the movie left. So let's, let's wrap this all up, <laughs> solve everything. <laughs> Michael finds a loophole in their lease and he brings this to Stephanie and now her family. And it shows that when they signed this lease 40 years ago, that one of their friends, that one of the dad's friends owned the building. And in the lease, it says, if their lease is terminated for any reason that they can buy the bill. They have the option to buy the whole building at fair market value. I think that's what I, <laughs> I was very confused by the, the real estate. A lot of times, like in these movies where they have business, I kind of tune out. <laughs> so just trust us on this. And that's what it says. And the dad's like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> and I, it, it seems weird that. A big transaction like this, you know, multi, multi million dollars doesn't have a lot of attorneys to go over everything. Yeah. Every single piece of paper that's been written about this deal anywhere. Well, when you're you're, you're building a skyscraper in New Jersey or um, in New York and you only have one employee and that employee is working at the Christmas shop, you might (laughs) miss some things. (laughs) So they're like, oh, oh, my gosh. And Helen, the boss, shows up and who's building the skyscraper. And she's like, "Uh oh, oh, no, I don't know about this. And we're we're pausing the movie and trying to like, are we understanding this correctly? (laughs) But they're like, well, we don't we. I mean, yeah, we can't buy if we the- can't pay our lease, how are we going <laughs> to buy a huge building in the middle of New York City? Here comes, this is like Santa knocking at the door. Here comes Michael's dad, who's yeah. also in real estate. And kind of throughout the movie, he's mentioned his dad and maybe they've had a falling out, I guess. Again, we don't totally know what Michael's deal is. Michael, Michael's dad is into real estate, was mm-hmm. into real estate, and Michael's dad wanted... Michael to get in the yeah. company business back in Ohio. Right. And Michael wanted to be on his own. Mm-hmm. So they didn't necessarily have a falling out, I think, but they... He just wasn't doing exactly... He was disappointing his dad. Yeah, for not joining the company business and mm-hmm. trying to make a name for himself in the big city on his own. So Michael's dad shows up and he is going to be their investor and buy the building for them or with them or something. And he's very happy to be working with his son. Yeah. Then. And he... As a as a big time investor, real estate investor, also very impressed with the model train. He came into the he came into the <laughs> yeah. store and he looked at the train. He's like, "Okay, this is a place I need to invest. This place is a model train. I got to I got to put my money behind this this terrible terrible. <laughs> this is a great store. investment." <laughs> so, cut to one year later, and it's the grand reopening, but. 
why they haven't done anything everything <laughs> no, looks exactly the same. same like i think maybe there's more tenants in the building or something but the christmas store looks exactly the yeah. same <laughs> and we better have a grand reopening on december 24th <laughs> too, right? forget that really christmas starts in like september yeah. for retail <laughs> all right and michael is still working there the parents are working there the employees are still working there and uh, Stephanie mentions that they're getting really close. Like next month, we're going to be able to pay your father off. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's been a booming <laughs> wow. year. We've been closed for a year and we made all this money. I don't know. It yeah. kind of falls apart at the yeah, end, yeah. right? Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't. Yeah, again, I couldn't understand the math real estate. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Done. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. So I guess they're together. They're in love and working at the terrible Christmas store. All right. So now it's time for the segment we like to call. All naughty and nice, where we pick one person who is naughty and one person who is nice in a sharing, sharing Christmas. <laughs> what was this thing called? Sharing Christmas. With Dave Cox. <laughs> <laughs> so who, Molly, who is naughty? I'm going with Stephanie and her whining. She doesn't do anything and it's up to everyone else to to solve this for her and though i'm not impressed with her parents either i've just she was not likable i was not rooting for her in this movie yeah i'll go with the parents yeah her parents like duck out yeah they do nothing helen the boss i don't think she she's just doing her job yeah she's just she's nice she's like supportive she cares about michael yeah yeah Yeah. so she's fine all right who's your nice (laughs) my nice is the great Dave <laughs> me too, me too. <laughs> He's so happy to see them. Like, he, he thanks her for all her help with decorating his rec center <laughs> for the concert. <laughs> Love Dave Cause. Gonna, we're going to go out and buy Dave Cause records later today. that has been another episode of molly and pete save christmas we will be back are we going to be back with another episode i guess we should tell everyone merry christmas because i'm not sure if we will be and then we have a big decision to make if we continue this let us know if you want us to cover your favorite valentine movies um and during the summer they do christmas movies they're doing movies all year long we'll definitely be back earlier in the fall next year for more christmas yeah so. yeah i guess next year we can we can start right when the movie starts in october in, in october yeah. yeah uh but yeah hopefully yeah we'll be back maybe uh right uh after the new year with some uh valentine's uh programs they also seem to do some in the spring that are like are you bummed out that it's not summer yet here's a hallmark <laughs> movie so maybe we'll do one of those yeah too. all right <laughs> 